I want to talk about Engage, which is the amazing new product here with MindStand that really supports and helps organizations when it comes to recruiting communications and onboarding communications to make them more inclusive and uh, just really attract and excite and communicate more authentically and, 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 and honestly to diverse talent. And then I want to talk about Corey Team, which is a product and a service that I've come across a few different times here in my career. Um, I actually was kind of part of the the founding team to kind of ideate on some of the variables of Corey Team. And Corey Team, what it does is it's actually kind of like an opposite hand or a reflection or a mirror to engage, where Corey Team walks applicants through the exact same categories at a contextual nuance level to understand their perspectives and their needs and their preferences in a very vulnerable and authentic and safe place to understand the truth and, and the core. I want to talk about both because I genuinely believe both deserve and need to sit within organizations. Now, I want to talk about both as we look at the seven stages of the selection process as we look at recruiting and onboarding processes, right? And I want to find a way to make that process more inclusive, more equitable, more honest, more authentic, more, more transparent, right? So let's go over the seven stages really quickly here, just at a, at a macro level. Any and all folks listening to this probably already know these, these stages, but let's just go through them again. Step, uh, step number one, application. Step number two, screening and pre-selection. Step number three, interview. Step number four, assessment. Step number five, references and background check. Step number six, decision. And finally, step number seven, job offer and contract, right? Now, let's define and talk about the importance of both. Engage. We've talked about this at scale, but let's talk about it one more time. Do a little plug. Engage at a very simple level. What it does is we extract, right? We extract nuanced examples and variables and authentic realities contextual to certain categories that that typically show up within a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month operational realities within a company, contextual to a department, straight from the voice and perspective and mouth of a supervisor, leader, or boss when organizations are thinking about hiring, right? Very simple. So let's use workflows and structures as an example. So with Engage, what would happen is a former chief people officer, former head of DEI, whatever the case is going to be, would be sitting with the supervisor asking that individual, let's walk through two or three critical and crucial projects, tasks, situations that this new role that you're trying to fill would be going through. And let's walk through the, the true nuance and realities of the workflow that currently exist that you know personally as a supervisor looking over this role, you expect, right? So let's go through this example. Let's say Amazon is looking to hire a new head of people, right? And so now the head of people would be reporting to, let's say, directly into the CEO. So with Engage, we'll be having a conversation with the CEO. We'll be going through ideal workflow structures, desires, and systems, right? And so the CEO will be giving us examples around, again, very crucial and important projects that may be coming up in the first six months of this new role. And we'll be going over the workflow that is currently set up or the ideal workflow structures and systems that that CEO, who is a supervisor of this new role of the head of people they're trying to fill, around how they feel that should go and how that should be built and how that should be executed. Now, core 18, core 18, exact same thing. 
we'll be sitting down with an advocate. Let's call this individual Sarah Baker. Sarah Baker would be going through and that would be the applicant. So Sarah Baker will be saying, I want to apply to be a part of Amazon and I want to apply for the head of people role. And so Sarah Baker will be sitting down once again with a chief people officer, former head of DNI, whatever the case is going to be. And Sarah Baker will be put into a situation where she's now into a very comfortable, safe place, articulating and understanding and unpacking her own perspectives around ideal workflows, desires, and structures. Now, let's say Sarah says, I'd like to receive a project, but I need a few rough ideas when that project is is presented to me. So I need to have a little bit of a brain dump from the CEO around where they feel this, this inevitable initiative should be going. I need to develop, I need to have them develop a brief script with this team, logistical backgrounds, tactical flows, and clear communication. I need to have a good understanding of how the CEO is going to be providing feedback. I need to be able to have a, a safe place to be able to tell the CEO the type of feedback that I need, the type of information that's going to help me get this, get this, get this job done faster and more productively. I need to make sure I have the right bandwidth in place. There's a process that Sarah kind of breaks down of what she would inevitably need to be able to execute a task, right? Now, if you remember the process with the product engage, we already know as a company what the CEO actually has in place. So let's say the CEO, when it comes to idea, workflow, desires, and structures, let's say the CEO says to one of the facilitators, former head of people, former chief people officer, uh, for, former head of DEI, whatever the case is going to be, let's say the chief people officer says, you know what? A couple thoughts here. Thought number one. Um, Due to due to the way our team is set up currently and the lack of bandwidth that we have, I personally won't be able to provide any rough ideas. We're going to need someone with previous experience and situational reaction time and nuance and context to be able to, from scratch, generate the ideas, kind of have a little bit of a predictive mindset to be able to know and, and just kind of take in all the data that we have within the organization to make the best judgment call of what needs to be executed. Due to my lack of bandwidth right now, I'm not going to be able, be able to provide any rough ideas, any scripts, any contextual nuance and context, or even really get into a deep feedback loop. I'm not going to be able to do, to do that for the first six months and here are my reasons. Let's figure out how this works operationally. So you have that context from the CEO. The CEO knows internally that is the truth. The CEO is the, re- is the direct report, supervisor, and boss of this head of people you're trying to bring into the organization. Now, on the flip side, we also now have the information from Sarah. But we know Sarah needs and is looking for the rough ideas, the, the the bandwidth of that CEO to be able to provide some feedback in critical moments and provide nuance and context. And she really likes to have a lot of this structure before diving in. And then she needs to be able to have some of that context and some of them feedback moments and loops while they're in the midst of the project. Now, if you're noticing here, there's a clear misalignment on both sides. Sarah is looking for something that the CEO cannot provide. The CEO is looking for something that Sarah can't provide. That's a clear misalignment. Now, in most interview processes today, there is not that level of depth, not that level of authenticity, and not that level of of inclusivity. Because what we did on both sides, we built a system where the CEO was able to be very comfortable and safe 
and honest about what he needed and what they're thinking and what was going to be the core variables of what this inevitable project and how it was going to get completed. And that was just the truth. It was authentic. It was real. It was honest. We also built a system where we allowed for Sarah to be very honest and transparent around how she would like to go about something as well. Now, a lot of you may be thinking, well, this typically happens within companies, right? We come up with different scenarios that are going to be incredibly important. We ask questions. We know what we want to get. We hear what they want to do. But here's the problem. I believe within many organizations and interviewing processes, that process is rushed. That process is not contextual enough. It's very black and white. And so I believe take mindset out of the picture, take engage out of the picture, take quarantine out of the picture. I believe organizations need to find a way internally to build in systems to be able to bake in this level of inclusivity, bake in this level of transparency, bake in this level of honesty. You'd be, you need to be able to have deep contextual nuances and examples that you hear from both parties. You need to be able to build time in, teacher recruiters be able to extract the nuance from the CEO, extract the nuance from the applicants and do so in a very equitable way, do so in a very inclusive way, do so in a very authentic way. And get deep into the nuances and examples and do so in a way that doesn't make either party feel less than unheard or um, uncomfortable. And I think that nuance and building systems and technology around that nuance is something many organizations are not doing today. So I believe in some version, companies need a version of and companies need an execution of a core 18 companies need an execution of engage. So I think early in the hiring process, going back to this process here, I think whether it's prior to the application going out, prior to building in the screening and pre-selection processes, definitely prior to the interviews, maybe even prior to the assessment, organizations need to be able to have conversations in this particular example with the CEO. I believe the head of, head of recruiting, head of talent, and the chief people officer should be doing that. And I believe they need to be able to have a really deep, nuanced conversation, not a 60-second conversation, but a deep, nuanced conversation that may range 10 or 15 minutes going over some of the most critical and crucial examples and nuances and creating a safe place for that CEO to speak. I also believe along the seven stages of the selection process, Prior to getting to the decision-making stage, the leaders within the company, the interviewers, the head of talent, the hiring managers need to be able to build in a moment where they can speak to Sarah and get into these contextual nuances and examples and then review all of the data, review the data from the CEO, review the data from Sarah. And I think this is something that is not happening at companies at scale. It's something that needs to happen. So this is just an idea perspective, a nuance. If you like it, let's talk here at Mindset. If you don't like it, don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about reaching out to us. Continue to do what you're doing. But I think if we all can admit that we need to continue to try to find ways to collect information that is honest, that is true, that is real, that is authentic, that is that is variable-based, that is, that is contextual, we need to be able to find systems and processes to extract as much information as possible on both sides and use that information to make a better decision. And I think companies realize that. I think companies are trying to do that, but I just gave you a very practical and simple and not expensive way to do that. And I think a lot of companies can take a lot of, get, get excited about that. So if you're thinking about recruiting, if you're thinking about onboarding, if you're thinking about the selection process, think about trying to bake something like this in, a lot of good can come out of it. Thanks a lot.